G'day, my name's Chris, and this is your Weekly Tech Vibe, fresh from the Google conference, which I've just watched from 5 a.m. in Australian time. Let's unpack this. So it started out with a recap of the year prior, talking about the software, hardware, and AI, and all the machine learning, the hundreds of millions of inquiries that happen per day, Google Translate's happening big, big time, not very interesting stuff, and you know what you're here for, right? The Pixel 3 and that notch. Hashtag no. All right, so once again, you heard the usual words that Apple, Google, you name it, they all say the same thing. Best phone ever, best camera ever, perfect. What else would they say a few times? All right, so let's kick off with the Pixel 3. Coming in at two sizes, 5.5 POLED or the 6.3 OLED display. Hopefully there's going to be no blue tinge issue that happened to last year's phones. Um, the smaller variant looks great, you know, near edge to edge, good full display looking thing. Stereo speakers on both front firing, 40% louder than last year supposedly, so that's a great thing. Both come with a six-month subscription to YouTube Premium, uh, YouTube Music Premium subscription that is rather, so it's kind of like a Spotify competitor and they spoke a lot about their camera. And yes, I think well-deserved. So let's just unpack that for a second. Using its machine learning and hardware and software sort of stuff that's going on, you're still just getting one camera on the back and that baby is gonna um, suggest through the software, best shot. Um, it does a pre-fire sequence before you actually press the shutter button. And uh, there's a really funny video, you've got to go look for it, about those shots that you may have missed because you pressed the button a bit too late. Um, it's well worth looking for, so I'll link it up there if I can find it. Do look for it. Um, so basically, the software will recommend, hey, this is actually probably the best shot that doesn't have someone sneezing, uh, coughing, looking the other way, someone photobombing, photobombing your shot. Uh, pretty impressive looking stuff. HDR Plus comes back and makes some really impressive um, improvements in that space. They showed some new night um, photography modes when they did a comparison against the iPhone 10 compared to it, and supposedly unedited. Take a look at that now. Pretty impressive looking stuff. I don't know what noise or grain looks like, obviously, but you know they're photo stacking and doing some really clever stuff here. So with the HDR10 Plus, um, sorry, HDR Plus, they're, um, uh, they're they're taking lots of photographs, zero shutter lag, um, definitely industry leading. In fact, so much so they've employed um, Annie Ludwitz, uh, top photographer, as well as seven other renowned photographers, and there's like supposedly some magazines that have been published this week featuring photographs from the Pixel 3, uh, which you can look out for. Oh, interesting. What else was good? I think Google tried to explain away that massive notch without actually calling out the notch by uh, noting those two cameras that now face forward for the selfie cam and featuring a 184%, yeah, I'll do comments around that, uh, air quotes, 184% wider field of view compared to Apple's uh, iPhone 10. S, whatever you call it, that's a terrible name. It's a terrible name, Apple. Um, this thing is capable of uh, getting some great looking selfie shots without you having to do the whole cram in, move in, go a bit this way, a bit that way. Nice, good, good, good feature. But again, does it excuse the notch? They also included some augmented reality modes, which included playground, uh, essentially some uh, characters you can plump into your photographs or videos that interact, well, 
just the animations, uh, including uh, and some really impressive demos there with the Marvel uh, superheroes like Iron Man and the Hulk. They were pretty impressive. Nice work, nice work, Google. Yeah. They also showed some pretty impressive tech around uh, touch to autofocus, so it will track a character, so like a running dog, as well as the um, uh, some photo booth modes and studio lighting modes. Look, they've had them for years, so nothing new here. Now, one big standout feature here, which I would love to have, is call screening or uh, answer for me, a call screen. Yes, yeah, what's called a call screen. Essentially what it does is you get a phone call from either a private number or maybe a known spammer. You can hit on call screen and it will answer the call for you. Say, hey, I'm the Google Assistant. Who are you and what do you want? Fantastic. So it will then in real time on your phone um, show a little bit of wording as to what the person is saying and what they want. And you can either choose to pick up the phone then or Reject it. Perfect. Love this feature. It made me want to buy the phone just for that one feature, I reckon. That and the camera. Mm, hard choice, hard choice. All right. Now, what's this going to cost you in Australia? For the smaller Pixel 3, it's going to be $1,199. That's $1,199. Or for the Pixel 3 XL, that's going to be $1,349. All right, so compared to the competition, how does this stack up? Well, let's use the Note 9 with the Pixel 3 XL as a comparison. Both had the uh, Qualcomm Snapdragon 845. Uh, the Pixel only has four gigabytes of RAM, whereas like the Note 9 either has six or eight gigabytes of RAM, depending on how much storage you buy with it, which weirdly for Samsung, you had two different sizes like, um, 112 or 512 gigabytes of storage, yet you had also micro SD expandability. On the Pixel 3, you don't get micro, ex, uh, micro SD expandable storage. So that's an important point. Coming in at 64, 128 gigabytes, uh, that could be a problem for some people who like load up lots of apps. Um, but your photographs get free, full resolution, unlimited storage for the life of the phone as well as those continue three year updates, which and security patches, nice pixel running Android P pure, looks beautiful. But coming back to the comparison, so both have the same 845 uh, processor running at 2.8 gigahertz. So you can only get the faster processor with the Samsung 9 if you actually go with um, the bigger storage option. Um, battery, I think is a little bit concerning now. Android P actually is known to be quite uh, ergonomic and run smooth and not with not a lot of pull on the battery. But nonetheless, the Pixel 3 comes at 2,950 milliamp hour or the bigger one at 3,430. That's a pretty small battery if you ask me. Mm. Especially compared to Samsung's 4,000 milliamp hour battery. Yeah. All right. Uh, storage I've already spoken about. That screen, all right, so you've got 6.4 on the Samsung Note 9 versus the 6.3 on the Pixel 3 XL. And look, there's just no comparison. Um, for me, if I was have to make a choice today, I'll probably go with the Note 9, but um, you know, I think there's plenty of other contenders coming online that will hopefully not have that notch. 
But that said, I think it's a really compelling case, especially at that price point for the smaller Pixel 3. I reckon it's going to be like the silent killer and achiever and the phone to have if you want the smaller form factor uh, phone. Uh, watch out in this space. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how um, the Australian market responds to this. Essentially, it's like what I pay for my LG V30 Plus. And um, is it a better phone? Yes. Smaller? Yes. Um, you're getting the same top sort of specs. And um, I don't know. It's what, Let's wait to see what the reviews look like. All right. Moving into a few more things of the event. Oh, and by the way, there's also the Pixel Stand for wireless charging. And that was that's going to be $119 at launch. And when you put your phone onto it to charge at night, uh, it moves into like a Google Home. So you can use like Farfield Mic Pickup, ask it things. It might show you the weather, show you pictures, go into night mode. When the alarm goes off in the morning, it will pre-warm uh, the screen with some you know, warm, fuzzy light to help wake you up. It's pretty exciting stuff, but uh, yeah, wireless stand, I don't know. Um, Andrew, I know you love your wireless charging, so here's to you, right? What else was on the uh, conference? The Pixel Slate, uh, essentially a very large um, competitor to the Microsoft Surface Pro. Running Chrome OS, uh, nothing truly stood out here. And initial reviews and impressions online for people who have been invited to Google in the uh, leading weeks up to this event have all mentioned that it was uh, a little bit laggy, juttery, uh, just not looking very brilliant at all. Um, uh, once again, the word perfect came out for the umpteen time in this uh, press conference. I think Google needs to work with the comms team and get some better writers for this. Moving on. Um, uh, described as a full desktop experience with um, you know, professional uh, tools that developers can use. Um, you've got an 8 megapixel front and rear uh, camera. Um, I'm just seeing those people holding up their cameras on holidays now and taking photographs with the dirty great big tablets. Oh gosh. Okay. No, I'm not judging. Just stating the point. Stating the facts. Uh, what else we got? There's family rules for controlling the um, screen time to limit yourself, if not others around you. Uh, we've got built-in virus protection, automatic updates, Titan security. Uh, the power button also doubles as a fingerprint sensor. Nice touch, love that. And um, also comes with a folio-style keyboard, uh, which can you have the screen tilting at any angle you want to. Full travel keyboard, quiet keyboard, uh, mouse pad, not a bad package. I couldn't find the price for Australia because there's no Australian date yet. Oh, sadness, oh, sadness. All right, and then the other thing was a Google Home Hub. Now coming in with like Amazon's attempts and who else is doing that sort of thing? There's another competitor that's doing the same type of thing. Um, this is pretty compelling, especially for its price point. It's going to be $219 Australian in October, and available October 22nd. Um, this thing's going to do like maps, photos, YouTube, weather, um, and it too will come with a six month free YouTube premium subscription. So that means no adverts for your YouTube stuff. And um, also, I think you get like music with that, really. It's kind of like you get the two for one. Good deal. Um, there's no camera on this. They really were uh, quite 
um, noting of this so that anyone who's got security concerns um, need not worry, it's gonna be fine, yes. Um, you've got home view and home app, which will enable you to have a quick view as to so they mentioned there's more than 200 million devices with more than a thousand manufacturers that Google can now integrate with. So that's kind of true in this house, like not those numbers, but we've got over 30 smart, uh, plus smart devices in this house and controlling them is a nightmare. You've got siloed systems and nothing really talks to the other. Harmony is probably my best integrator that I have and Google Assistant does a pretty good job as well. But this new feature of home view and home app, uh, we can slide down from the top and very quickly you can see what's on, what's off, what's open, what's closed. Um, great feature. Thank you, Google. Love it. Um, the display obviously will work as a uh, photo um, mode and it's going to automatically take out any bad photographs, things like receipts, um, weird compositions. It's going to actually choose your best photos and display them uh, as a not too bad price, $219 digital photo frame. Uh, compelling device, yes, something I need in my house in addition to the other 30 devices, probably no, but exciting nonetheless. All right, so that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this video. Uh, if you haven't already, consider subscribing. I upload every Wednesday and Friday. There's a podcast available, you know, like through iTunes or wherever you get your um, podcasts from. And hey, if you're not doing anything, try and stay techie.